The moment we are born, we act based on survival instincts. Our body is wired to defend itself from the dangers of the world. It knows its concerns and what threatens it. Just like our immune system, our minds are prone to recognizing things that we dread. They are what we know as fears. Welcome to my little, little thoughts. Fears are part of human nature. We all have one whether we like it or not. It just differs from person to person, of course, as my worries can be different from yours. Once you begin to feel unsafe with the thought of something or with seeing something, it means that you are afraid of them. Fear is a very compelling emotion that can either make us or break us. It's sometimes a result of various situations that we find ourselves uncomfortable dealing with that it results in us having negative feedback to it and the things that reminds us of it. Mentally, my horrors aren't really from earlier encounters, but more of the ones I acquired because of how society was presented to me. That's a big influence. I am fortunate that my efforts are not disregarded by my family. In everything that I do, they support me. In all that I've achieved, they congratulated me. Basically, my hard work is recognized. But there are times wherein I feel like what I think has no space in this household. It's a common Filipino problem, no? That when you are young, your thoughts don't have much gravity compared to the words of the elderly. That no matter how many accurate points you make, explaining what you think and feel is disrespectful. The dismissive attitude that we are all faced because of our culture reshaped me so much that now I still can't get over it. What I feel is always bottled inside because I worry that I will not make any sense when I talk. Because of that, I constantly think that my sentiments don't matter, that my emotions are not enough to be understood, so as my passion and what I do. I feel like giving my 100% only shows 50%. I'm hesitant to unfold my passions to people because I'm aware that I would be performing my best, so what if they don't think it's good? I started to fear failure because my mind was introduced that I never say the right things, that my choices are not the best, and that I'm not enough, no matter how I express myself. The fear of failure engulfed me to the point that I started to keep to myself, and I stopped myself from discovering what I'm good at. I never tried anything else because my, my thinking was, you know, what's the point? I began doubting every step that I took because my face was slapped with the fact that my ideas don't amount to anything. My principles started to divert as I'm never really certain with what I want anymore. 
because no one has shown me what I can do, only those that I cannot. I wanted myself to become perfect. I was too focused on succeeding that I forgot the meaning of every step I took. I worked with bogus motivations. That is my kind of fear, and it rooted for me to have my own interpretation of failure. We all differ on that part. Because for me, failure isn't just merely losing. It's disappointing other people, letting them down, then losing them. The fear of failure is not the same for everyone. Some take it literally as they fear failing over some sort of competition. Some have it like me, who has a different perception of what failure is. Basically, failure could mean anything or everything. At the same time, our fears can generate our failures. You know, we could get too focused on what we dread that we fail to approach it correctly. We could end up overdoing things, or sometimes underdo them. We can fear losing so much that we become competitive and that can lead to our demise. My best example for that is Arachne. So, ito na naman tayo, another Greek myth session. So, in Greek mythology, she was this maiden who was best at weaving. She was very competitive that she challenged the goddess of wisdom, war, and crafts, Athena. Her competitiveness caused her to become boastful, and so she ended up becoming a spider, weaving forever. So, you see, being too competitive isn't good as well. It could lead us to doing things that are against our principles and that doesn't really end well most of the time I think. So, how can we become the bigger person? A lot of people think that in order to regulate something, you need to win over it. I used to think that way too. But maybe we do not need to defeat our fears and failures. Maybe all we need is to learn how to live with them. Becoming a bigger person means keeping your eyes towards the goal no matter how tough it could get. It's trying to control the situation instead of allowing it to take over you. So here I will be telling you some things that can help us become a bigger person because personally this has helped me with a lot. This has helped me become a better version of myself in every problem that I face. Number one, thinking rationally. This can help us manage the way we see circumstances. You know, when we start to weigh out both pros and cons, strengths and weaknesses, that's a great way for us to remain realistic with our goals and the steps that we need to take in order to achieve them. It's not bad, no, that means that we recognize the things that we can't do. Honestly, it's a skill that we must all develop because focusing so much on the bright side without having any regard for authenticity does not always equate to doing better. Stick with the one most likely to be accurate. Make plans for the flaws that you see. This could lessen our fears and anxiety about failures. Thank you.
take a little baby steps. To go big, you have to go small first. Start building your way up because there is no simple way to get there. As you begin wavering your own path, makikita mo na lang kung ano yung mga na-achieve mo, what you've developed, and that can give you confidence. Remember, every little milestone of yours is vital in building the grand ones. Be mindful of your steps. They are what leads you to your goals. Lastly, embrace it all, even the worst. Our fears are natural to us. One thing to remove them all at once can be tiring. Let us not try to deny what we feel. Rather, let us try to accept them. We have no control over everything and it's okay. Let us strive to focus only on those we can. You know, sometimes look back to what you've done. Enjoy your own wave. Failure does not limit us. Our past shortcomings and flaws are not a representation of who we are and what we can be, as long as we do not let it define us. The tremors of yesterday come and go. But maybe, once we stop attempting to prevent it, it won't come back. Perhaps all it needs is a little recognition just like us all. So, to all those whose minds are still battling to overcome their fears, you are not alone. Take all the time you need. But remember, you are never represented by them. Then again, I'm always here. Always yours, Elise.